0: Well, good morning. morning. How's everyone doing this morning? Good? Everyone woke up excited this morning? Got ready, came to church, everyone who's watching online got up, turned on your device, you're excited about receiving from the Lord this morning? You were excited about seeing your church family, excited to worship the Lord, to receive from the Lord? but I also think some of us came this morning with some uh, baggage and wounds and a little bit of uncertainty of what's going on in their life. But I think we all came this morning expecting something. I spoke um, back in April about a message of how God wants to raise our expectations when we come to him. So I don't know what you were expecting this morning But did you realize that when you entered into this room and when you turned on your device, wherever you're watching from this morning, we're glad that you're with us, but did you realize that you were asked a question? Every one of us, when we came this morning, were asked a question. Jesus is asking us this morning, what do you want me to do for you? I want you to think about that for a second. We came this morning as we just worshiped and and sang, we receive your reign, Jesus. We wanna receive from you. But Jesus wants you to give him something as well. And so he's asking, what do you want me to do for you? We're gonna begin our time in Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. We're gonna be reading about the story of blind Bartimaeus and how he received his sight. So we're actually going to read through this passage together. So I want to invite you to stand as we read. I think it's good when we stand, uh, when we read God's word. So we can just bring our attention to what God wants to say to us this morning. Starting in verse 46, it says, Then they came to Jericho, as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. You may be seated. And so just giving a little bit of context for this passage, you have Jesus and his disciples along with a large crowd. They're in the city of Jericho. But they're on their way to Jerusalem for the Passover. But that's not the only reason why they're going to Jerusalem for Jesus. Jesus is also getting ready to be crucified. He is on his way to give his life for the sins of the world. He's He's on his way to experience suffering. So can you imagine? Jesus is surrounded by all these people, by his followers. And he has his crucifixion in in mind of what he's about to do. Can you imagine the weight he was feeling at that moment? And then Mark introduces us to Bartimaeus. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. Now this is important information that Mark is giving us. He's giving us this person, Bartimaeus, who was a blind man. What's interesting is that, Bart, that Mark is actually giving us his name. Because in Mark chapter 8, there was another blind man that Jesus healed, but we, didn't, we never knew what his name was. And so that is significant for us. So what do we know about Bartimaeus in this passage? We know that his name is Bartimaeus, and that he is the son of Timaeus. We know where he was, that he was sitting along the roadside as Jesus and the disciples were walking by. And we knew that he was a blind man and a beggar. I want us to imagine just for a moment, uh, just a little bit about Bartimaeus, just imagine being him at this moment. As far as we know about Bartimaeus, he was blind from birth. All his life, he could not see. Everyone can see you, but you can't see anyone else. As a child, he could hear all the children playing around him in the town, but he could never see him. You see, this was everyday life for Bartimaeus. Every day he would get up, he would go sit by the road, and he would beg for money. And you see, this is pretty much all Bartimaeus could do. As a blind beggar, he was kind of at the bottom of the social and economic ladder in society. There were no government programs to help Bartimaeus. No one that could actually lift him up out of his situation. He was pretty much, that's all he could do every day. And he was at the mercy of everyone around him. He was kind of stuck in an endless cycle every day. When I was seven years old, I can't believe I'm gonna share this story. When I was seven, uh, my brother and I went to Six Flags in Georgia. My aunt and uncle took us and we were waiting in line for one of the roller coasters. And in line, they have all the railings and stuff to divide all the lines. And I decided it would be fun to stick my head between the railings, between two of the bars. Can you imagine what happened to me? I got my head stuck. And I couldn't get my head out. So they had to call security. They had to call all these employees to come help this kid get his head stuck from out of the railing. And I was crying. I was terrified and I was desperate and I was very embarrassed you can imagine luckily they eventually got my head out I know it was a big head it was difficult but somehow they found a way but that was a very small moment of what it meant to be stuck and feeling desperate do you feel stuck right now Are you in a situation where you feel like there is no way out? I know that this pandemic feels like we're stuck. There's no end in sight. There's a lot of uncertainty, questions that we feel like are not being answered. And we don't like that feeling of being stuck. And some of us are also stuck in an endless cycle of sin in our lives and being in a situation where we feel like there's no forward progress or change in our life. You see, Bartimaeus was stuck. His whole identity was wrapped in the fact that he was blind and he was a beggar. Now I'm gonna share with you a very obvious statement about Bartimaeus. He knew he was blind. He knew he was blind. I know that's kind of, why is that important, Sam? Because not everyone knows that they are spiritually blind. Not everyone knows that they need Jesus. One of the biggest stumbling blocks for people to accepting the gospel is the fact that they don't need him, that they don't, is them admitting that they need him. They don't know that they need Jesus and that we all need forgiveness for our sins. And the thing is, one of the biggest stumbling blocks for us as followers of Jesus is that we think we can live the Christian life on our own. We come to Jesus, we find salvation, but then we think we can do it our own way. So how do we get unstuck out of our situation? How do we get how do we receive spiritual sight or insight? We receive spiritual sight when we come to Jesus with a desperate faith that will not settle for anything less than Jesus himself. Jesus is the one who gives us the sight that we need. So we have Bartimaeus sitting by the road and what does he do? In verse 47, When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. See, when Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus coming along the road, he acted. He shouted out to him. He cried out to him. And what's significant about what Bartimaeus says, he calls Jesus the son of David. This is significant for us because this is the first time in the gospel of Mark that Jesus is referred to as the son of David. And this is important because Bartimaeus knew who Jesus was. He knew that he was the Messiah. But he had never seen Jesus before. But he knew who Jesus was. He had never seen Jesus, but he believed in who Jesus was. He believed that if there was anyone who could heal him, who could lift him up out of his situation, it would be Jesus. Because Jesus is the prophesied one who is going to come to save the entire world. And when he shouted out, Jesus, have mercy on me, I don't think he did it like most of us do in our prayers when we come to Jesus. It wasn't, Jesus, help me to have a good day. Jesus, help me with my homework. Or, Jesus, I just need something to help me get through this day. This was a dive at his feet, grab them and not let them go kind of desperation. You see, David in the Old Testament cried out, to God for mercy in the same way that Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus. In Psalm 51.1, if you want to put it on the screen, David says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. You see, this is a kind of holy desperation. You can't tap into that kind of holy desperation until you start to get in touch with the reality with your deepest need. We need to be honest about what it is that we need when we come to God. And in verse 48, many rebuked Bartimaeus and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. You see, Bartimaeus, he was persistent. There was nothing that was going to keep him from calling out to Jesus. Even though the crowds were telling him to be quiet, Bartimaeus shouted out all the more. Is there anything in your life right now that you are keeping quiet, that you are keeping to yourself? Maybe it's the voice in your head that's telling you what you're going through really isn't that big of a deal. Or I don't wanna bother God with my circumstance or that's not going to help me anyways. You see, but Bartimaeus wouldn't listen to the voices that were trying to silence him because he knew what his need was, and he knew who Jesus was. See, when you know who Jesus is, there is nothing that's going to keep you from coming to him. When you're tempted to be silent about your need, about your spiritual condition before God, you need to be like Bartimaeus and shout all the more. You see, what's also interesting is that these people were following Jesus who are telling Bartimaeus to be quiet. And the thing is, there's a lot of people around us that are crying out for help right now. And we as the church cannot silence those people. We cannot be like the crowd. We as the church cannot be so individualistic that we leave anyone behind, amen? You see, what if the crowd actually encouraged Bartimaeus? Bartimaeus. What if they said, look, it's Bartimaeus, he's blind, and Jesus is coming. Let's take him to him. Let's pick him up and bring him to Jesus. He can heal him. There are so many people crying out for help, that are crying out for a Savior, crying out for someone to meet their need, and Jesus wants us as his church to help carry people to him. You see, Bartimaeus models something for us this morning. And the first thing that he does is that we all come desperate and crying out to God. We are all sinners and beggars before a holy God. We are all the same, and we all need to come to Jesus. You see, we need to encourage this kind of holy desperation, not discourage it. We need to cheer on the desperation, not stand in the way like the crowd did. We need to help Bartimaeus come to Jesus. We need to clear the path and remove the obstacles. Some of the ways that we do this is through prayer, through the encouragement of our brothers and sisters and the people around us, and by modeling, by coming to Jesus ourselves. Because when we came this morning, we came to meet with Jesus. See, we all have stories to tell. We all have a testimony of desperation and coming to Jesus. And I just want us to imagine Bartimaeus for a second that his story would be later recorded in the gospel because we were all blind Bartimaeus at one point in our lives, but now we see because of Jesus. And so Bartimaeus is calling out to Jesus, and what happens next in verse 49? Jesus stopped and said, call him, call him, bring him to me. Notice everyone else is telling him to be quiet, but Jesus stops and says, Call him. Jesus is interested in what Bartimaeus has to say to him. And you know, that is part of the beauty and the unfathomable love that God has for us, is that he cares about what we have to say to him. See, Jesus is on his way to be crucified, to give his life for the sins of the world, and he stops because Bartimaeus is crying out for help. Jesus cares about the one. So what does this also say about Jesus? He has time for you. There is nothing that is keeping Jesus from coming to you and from you coming to him. And he is ready and Jesus is present. He hears Bartimaeus in the middle of the crowd. I can promise you that Jesus hears you when you call out to him. You can rest assured that Jesus hears you. You may not get the immediate response that you think, but as we see in the scripture, Jesus is ready and he is present with us. Hebrews 4, 15 through 16 says this, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. You see, Jesus knows exactly what you're facing, but he also knows exactly what's on the other side of what you're facing. He sees the full picture. He cares about your need, and he cares about your situation. But he also cares about giving you the opportunity to express faith and trust in him. So what do they do? So they called to the blind man, cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. This was very good news for Bartimaeus. And so in verse 50, throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and he came to Jesus. You see, Mark mentions something important for us also in this passage. He mentions that he threw his cloak to the side. This is important because his cloak was the only thing that he had. His cloak... It was the one thing that kept him warm at night. It gave him shade during the day and cover. You see, he was leaving his life as a beggar behind. He was putting aside everything that he had, all of his prized possessions, which were very minimal. He was leaving behind his identity and the thing that he valued most to come to Jesus because he knew that he didn't need it anymore when Jesus is calling out to us, are we going to him? And are we putting everything aside and running to him like Bartimaeus? And so Bartimaeus comes before Jesus and Jesus asks him the question in verse 51, what do you want me to do for you? You see, Jesus already knew that Bartimaeus was blind. He was not unaware of his situation and what he went through his entire life. So why does Jesus ask him this question, if Jesus already knew? Jesus asks the obvious question because he wants to give Bartimaeus the opportunity to express his trust in him. He's giving him the opportunity to have faith and for the people around the crowd to see what real faith looks like. And so Bartimaeus responds to Jesus, Rabbi, I want to see. See, the second thing that Bartimaeus models for us is that we need to come admitting our need. Jesus wants to know the desires of our hearts. And and the thing is, we have to be honest about what our need is. We have to be honest about where we are. Because Jesus already knows our situation. He already knows what you're going through. The thing is, we need to identify at the deepest level what it is we want God to do in our lives. And Jesus responds in verse 52. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight. Jesus is saying, you were right to believe in me. You had faith and it has been rewarded. You see, the third thing that Bartimaeus models for us this morning is that we need to come in faith expecting and believing to receive. Because Jesus cares enough to stop for the one, and he has the power to heal. And we need to come believing and expecting that just as Bartimaeus, who had never seen Jesus before, and yet he still had faith because he knew who Jesus was. Because faith comes from hearing, Faith comes from trusting and not from seeing. It comes from believing in who Jesus is. The other thing is that when we come to Jesus, we are coming for transformation. Complete and total transformation. You see, Jesus could have just given Bartimaeus some money. I mean, every day Bartimaeus was by the road begging for money so that he could eat and survive. I mean, that was his immediate need. Jesus could have met that need. But Jesus wanted to do something bigger in his life. He wanted to transform his life. And so he gave him sight. You see, spiritual vision and insight comes from transformation. It comes from being changed by Jesus. Bartimaeus believed in who Jesus was and his faith was rewarded. He knew that Jesus was a healer But after that step of faith, Bartimaeus began to discover more about Jesus. So what did Bartimaeus do next? I actually want to invite the worship team to come up. What did Bartimaeus do next? He followed Jesus along the road. You see, the last thing that Bartimaeus models for us, and we said this, is that we come for transformation. When we come to meet Jesus with our needs, he wants every area of our life. He doesn't just want this one thing. He wants you to trust him with that one thing, but he also wants to do something bigger in your life. You see, Bartimaeus received sight, but he also continued to follow Jesus. In other words, he received direction, he received a new identity, and he received a new purpose. And after he received his sight, he was able to see Jesus every day after that. You see, when Jesus healed him, he was no longer known as blind Bartimaeus. He received a new identity. And when we come to Jesus to save us from our sin and to cleanse us and to give us new life, he gives us a new identity. We are transformed. After Jesus meets your request, do you follow him? Or do you go your own way? You see, transformation begins a life of following Jesus. When we encounter the living God, when Jesus meets us where we are at, and when Jesus transforms our life, we want to stay as close to Jesus as we possibly can. Amen? Because then we start to experience more and more of the fullness of God in our life. You see, there were people that Jesus healed but did not follow him, but not Bartimaeus. He followed, and on the way, his identity was changed. He was a blind beggar, but that is who he used to be. Now he goes around telling people, that's not who I am anymore. I am now seeing Bartimaeus. I see Jesus, and I am following him all of my life. He gave me new eyes to see, and I want to see him first and always. For us, what will we do with our new spiritual sight? As the song says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, we fix our eyes upon Jesus who is the author and perfecter of our faith. And So what does this mean for us this morning? Jesus is asking us the question that he asked Bartimaeus, what is it that you want me to do for you? first thing is Jesus wants us to be honest with him about our need and about our struggle he also wants us to be honest about the sin that's in our life that's keeping us in bondage because the thing is he wants to forgive us he wants to release us from the burden of our sin and the weight of our sin but he can't do that unless we bring it to him unless we are honest about it. And a lot of times we stay in this endless cycle of dealing with our sin because we will not give it to Jesus. We keep holding on to it. And the thing is, he wants us to trust him this morning. That's why he asks the question, what do you want me to do for you? Because he's giving you the opportunity. He is clearing the pathway for you to come to him. And he's doing that every single day of our lives. He gives us the opportunity to come to him. And when we come to him, he wants to transform us. He wants to shape us more to reflect who he is and what he wants to do in our lives. And when he transforms us, he wants us to follow him down the road so that we can discover more of who Jesus is and the life that he is calling us to. He wants us to go with him down the road like Bartimaeus did. Bartimaeus gives us a picture of how we come to Jesus. We come to Jesus desperate and crying out. We come admitting our need before God. We come with faith expecting to receive. Even though Bartimaeus didn't see, he came expecting and he came with faith. And we come to be transformed do you want to see as Bartimaeus sees? Do you want your eyes open to the reality of your sin? Do you want your eyes open to the reality of the kingdom of God and Jesus at work around us? And do you want to have your eyes open to the needs of people around us, of the people that Jesus wants us to carry to him? Jesus wants you to come to him because he's ready and he is faithful. He wants to show himself strong as our savior, as our sanctifier, our healer, and as our coming king. So come to him, he's waiting. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you that you came to us. And when we cried out, you heard our voice. You knew our need, and you invite us to come to you. Lord, I pray if there's anything that is hindering us from coming to you, if there's anything in our life, any obstacle, any voice that's telling us to be quiet, Lord, may it be removed completely so that we can come to you, bring our need, bring our desires, bring our spiritual brokenness before you so that we may have our eyes open so that we may see that we can be transformed and become new but Lord give us the faith that we need so that we may continue to follow you along the road as you go to the cross may we follow you Jesus, you gave everything for us so that we might come. Lord, do something in our lives. Do something in this church, maybe be a church that brings people to you. Lord Jesus, thank you. I pray all these things in your name.